There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you for tuning in to the new week of the podcast. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh. And this is the beginning of a new series on the podcast. We have decided to do the book of Matthew, and we'll begin with Matthew and go through the gospel. So we're going to do the gospel according to St. Matthew, beginning chapter 1 today, as we begin this journey through the gospels. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And so again, he tells you this is the book of the generation of Jesus Christ. It's not just his lineage, but it's also, it's a history, if you will. It is the generation when Jesus Christ lived on this earth. He's going to give you much information. Each of the Gospels is going to provide us with much information about Jesus Christ, about the fulfillment of Scripture, and we're also going to learn much as Jesus Christ walks this earth, proves to men that he indeed is the Son of God. But before anything else, Matthew convinces us that he is indeed the Son of God. And we understand there are two lineages in the Gospels. One, of course, we understand is in Matthew chapter 1, which we're dealing with today. The second is going to be found in the book of Luke. The book of Luke deals with that seed of the woman. That's what bruised the head of the serpent. He was made of a woman, Jesus Christ himself, made of a woman, made under the law. That's Galatians 4 and 4. And so we know that that seed of the woman bruised the head of the serpent. That's his lineage according to his mother. That's his physical seed. According to his mother's side, that is his bloodline, according to his mother's side, the seed of the woman. But what we see here is a promise to David. What we see here is a promise to Abraham. Yet we see the division of that bloodline, if you will, after David, because we do not see the descendants of Solomon in this lineage, but rather this is his kingly lineage. This is his lineage according to Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob, and then also of King David. But this is his lineage according to his father's side. Now, we we know, of course, that Joseph was what we call his earthly father. Uh, Mary was a spouse to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Ghost. And so we know this lineage and understand that this is the Son of God. This is Jesus Christ. And therefore, he does not have an earthly father according to the flesh, but he does have an earthly mother according to the flesh. He does have an earthly father as far as raising him and rearing him. No doubt he was the son of the carpenter. No doubt he worked with his father of this earth, Joseph, who, by the way, they referred to as his mother and his father. But Jesus Christ himself knew that he was from above. He knew that uh, he was uh, the son of God. He could not deny himself. And so let's look at this lineage and just make a few comments as we go through this. But this is the son of Abraham, and Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Phares and Zerah of Thamar, and Phares begat Esram, and Esram begat Aram, and Aram begat Abinadab, 
And Aminadab begat Naasson, and Naasson begat Solomon, and Solomon begat Boaz of Rechab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Uriah. So a couple comments in this lineage. We do not see a perfect lineage. We do not see a holy lineage. We see Pharez, the son of a woman who feigned herself to be a harlot. We see Rahab listed in this lineage, and she was indeed a harlot in Jericho, but by faith she moved, she believed God, and so therefore she also in the lineage of Jesus Christ. And then, of course, we see the statement made there concerning David that Solomon was born of her that had been wife of Urias, and that's, of course, the woman that David stole, which was Bathsheba. So it's not a perfect lineage. It's not a godly lineage. There is much... Uh, going on in this lineage of Jesus Christ, much sin, but yet we see that's the lineage that he came from. That is the promise according to Abraham and Isaac and of Jacob, which was also fulfilled in his mother, and I understand that. But what we see here is the fulfillment of his rightful heir to the throne. What we see here is a rightful lineage, and Matthew tells us that this is the generation of Jesus Christ. And so we see these generations, and that's part of what we have to have understanding of this scripture. And Solomon begat Rehoboam, and Rehoboam begat Abiah, and Abiah begat Asa, and Asa begat Josaphat, and Josaphat begat Joram, and Joram begat Ozias, and Ozias begat Joatham, and Joatham begat Achaz, and Achaz begat Ezekias, and Ezekias begat Manassas, and Manassas begat Ammon. And Ammon begat Josias, and Josias begat Jeconias as his brethren about the time they were carried to Babylon. Now, it's interesting that the Lord Jesus Christ, in this lineage, that the word of God is given to us in understanding. I don't know what the records were of those days. I don't know if this is something Matthew went down and found the record at the temple, like we're LDS or something, or if this is just right, the Holy Ghost showed Matthew, and I believe, I'm inclined to believe more, that the Holy Ghost showed Matthew what to speak and how to speak because he knew the true lineage of Jesus Christ. And if the lineage of Jesus Christ is in the Word of God, this is, in fact, the lineage of Jesus Christ. There's no questions. There's no skepticism. There's no uh, second guessing because it's the Word of God, and God gave us the Word according to the lineage of his Son. And that's why it's important to understand this. This is something I don't gloss over. I remember going back years ago. I was just a young preacher. I was teaching the adult Sunday school class. And I'd go back and look at things like this and study these names and run these names through Scripture and try to learn from these things. And there's times God would give me messages about these people. Uh, very much practical messages, but now as I've grown a little bit in grace and I've become a little bit more seasoned, I'm almost through being a novice at this point in my preaching, and I thank the Lord for that. I'm, a couple of years, I shouldn't be a novice anymore, but as I've learned doctrine concerning these things and understanding of Scripture, these are wonderful things to be made known. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begat Salathiel, and Salathiel begat Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begat Abiad, and Abiad begat Eliakim, and Eliakim begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadok, and Sadok begat Achim, and Achim begat Eliad, and Eliad begat Eleazar, and Eleazar begat Mathan, and Mathan begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So again, who was he born of? He was born of his mother, that seed of the woman. That's the promise of God. And so 
To, so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David unto the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. There's no coincidence in that. These things are wrought of God. Why? Because he is the son of God. Now I want to go over and look at Luke's uh, lineage, if you will, just run a companion to this. And I realize many of us have heard these things and many of you have heard these things. But I want to just touch on them and give us some understanding. In verse 23 of Luke 3, Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being as was supposed. And that's interesting, the word of God says that, as was supposed. This is the supposition. This is what men assumed. The son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli, which was the son of Methat, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Melchi. And so again, we see a different lineage going backwards here. Immediately says that he's a son of Joseph, but he begins to give us a different lineage and he explains why in just a few minutes here, but which was the son of Jana, which was the son of Joseph, which was the son of Mattathias, which was the son of Amos, which was the son of Nahum, which was the son of Esli, which was the son of Negev. And by the way, you see prophets and you see kings, many kings in Joseph's lineage, but many prophets in the lineage of Mary. I would suspect that many of them are the same. The timeline works out too close to be coincidence. And we see these great men of God, we see the Nahums, and we see the Amoses, and we see them in the godly lineage. Those prophets were in Mary's lineage. Now, somebody could argue with that, and you know, I wouldn't argue about that. And if somebody wanted to argue about that, I'd just go to Waffle House and eat more hash browns. Wouldn't bother me one bit. But I'm pretty sure the reason the Lord told us these things is because we've read these names somewhere else in the Bible. Which was the son of Maeth, which was the son of Mattathias, which was the son of Semei which is the son of Joseph, which is the son of Judah, which was the son of Joanna, which was the son of Risa, which was the son of Zerubbabel, which was the son of Salathiel, which was the son of Neri, which was the son of Melchi, which was the son of Adai, which was the son of Kosam, which was the son of Elmadam, which is the son of Er, which was the son of Josie, which was the son of Eliezer, which was the son of Joram, which is the son of Mathat, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Simeon, which was the son of Judah, which is the son of Joseph, which was the son of Jonan, which is the son of Eliakim, which was the son of Melia, which was the son of Menan, which was the son of Mattatha, which was the son of Nathan, which was the son of David. So again, more than 14 plus 14, many, many names, many, many men mentioned in this lineage. But then we get down to it and we see Solomon was the son of David. But here it says, which was the son of Nathan, which was the son of David. And so again, God has used the seed of David as he promised. He's used the seed of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob as was covenanted. But as he made that promise in Genesis chapter 3, he's also used the seed of the woman. This is Jesus Christ. It had to be so for him to be the Christ. Which was the son of Jesse, which was the son of Obed, and now, of course, we see because David's lineage is the same. We go back, which is the son of Boaz, which is the son of Solomon, which is the son of Naasan, which is the son of Aminadab, Aminadab, which is the which was the son of Aminadab, which was the son of Aram, which is the son of Esram, which is the son of Phares, which is the son of Judah, which was the son of Jacob, which is the son of Isaac, which is the son of Abraham, which is the son of Therah, which was the son of Nacor, which is the son of Sarek, which is the son of Ragal which was the son of Phalek, which was the son of Heber, which was the son of Selah, which was the son of Canaan, which was the son of Arphaxed, which was the son of Sam, which was the son of Noah, which was the son of Lamech, which was the son of Methuselah, which was the son of Enoch, which was the son of Jared, 
which was the son of Malaleel, which was the son of Canaan, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. And so again, we see now, we see that full lineage of Jesus Christ, both sides of that, given to us by the Holy Ghost. And if you're skeptical of that, may God have mercy upon you. But given to us by the Holy Ghost, it is accurate, it is clean, it is pure, it is holy. That is the lineage of Jesus Christ. And that's why in the book of the Chronicles, the first seven chapters especially, folks get mightily bored with that. But you realize there's doctrinal statements. There are characters in there that if you study their life, you'll learn much from them. He gives you that lineage. He gives you that understanding. Why? Because when Jesus Christ came to be uh, the Son of God on earth in flesh, when he came to be the fullness of the Godhead bodily in the person of Jesus Christ in the days of his flesh, he had to fulfill all that prophecy. He had to be the son of David. He had to be the son of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. But it was also the seed of the woman. I believe that the Lord intentionally, willfully showed us that seed that we would understand that this is not the seed of Solomon. This is not the kingly lineage, but this is the earthly lineage. This was his fleshly image, why he's the son of God. This is not Joseph's seed. He is betrothed to Mary, but never come unto Mary. They'd never come together. And we know that, again, according to the Scripture. Scripture being fulfilled. So it's important as we start the book of Matthew, just go ahead and go through that. Don't ever overlook lineage. Do not ever overlook all of those names. Don't ever get bored with all. If you have nothing else to do, look up those names everywhere they are in the King James Bible. Many of them are one time. Some of them are two times. Some of them are hundreds of times. But look up those names. Learn about those people. Learn about the lineage of Jesus Christ. Learn about these characters. Tomorrow, we're going to look at the birth of Jesus Christ. And we'll be probably a couple of days in his birth. Because again, it's important to understand according to the scripture. And I know it's not Christmas season. But this is the Christmas message, the year-round message that God has given us according to the word of God. We'd ask you to pray for us. Ask you to pray what God would help the podcast. Give us wisdom and understanding as we begin to preach the gospels. And may you have a great day. And Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow on the podcast. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord, as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania. 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption all at night. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing.